Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Kobiello, and I am so grateful you have joined me today on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. You know, I really needed this conversation with you. Just before I went on to record this, there was so much going on in my life. We are scheduled to go on vacation, and at the last minute, the cruise was canceled, and so life happens. But within hours, thank goodness, my husband was here to help make those arrangements so that we can proceed with our vacation plans. So how often does this happen to you when you feel like things are outside of your control? It's an uneasy feeling, and until you gain clarity and can see a path forward, it is just not a great place to be. So we are going on vacation, a much-needed vacation, but this goes right into the topic I'm going to talk to you about today that I really, really hope helps you because I've actually had people come to me to say, Deb, what should I do? So it is in theme with what I try to do, the passion work I love is helping aspiring C-suite leaders take control of their careers and move forward. But the same goes for the CEO or the C-suite leader who is off track. The same principles can get you back on track to the success that you've previously known. So what is the topic? How to stand out in a noisy field of experts. It's about taking control of what people think of you or what you want people to think about you. So let's say that again, how to stand out in a noisy field of experts. So many of you who I have had the good fortune of speaking to are working so hard. You have a top-notch resume. You have your certifications. You've done great work. You've got a few atta girls, atta boys, and know that you're on the right track. This is a hard topic. And the reason why is that it doesn't seem fair at times. Despite all of your hard work and all of your expertise, and again, I care about you, I was one of you, I still am, sometimes it's not enough. So you look at the behaviors and models of people around you that seem to be getting recognized. They're a subject matter expert just like you. You know your stuff maybe even better than them, but somehow they're getting ahead and you're not. So these are some of the behaviors you might be seeing. The squeaky wheel, that is loud and throws hand grenades at things. Boy, oh boy, they are heard. They are seen. People rush to try to put out that fire that they're starting. They are seen. They're the ones that yell the loudest, and they seem to get ahead. Or the person that plays sports or some other social outlet outside of work with colleagues, they always seem to have the inside track. Who do they know, and what are they doing that I'm not doing? Or that person that you always see coming out of the boss's office smiling and laughing. And you wonder, what's going on over there? And why are you not in that office? Or the person 
who is the only one in the room with the information and gets invited to all the meetings. Even if you're the one that knows your stuff, they're still invited as the expert. And you don't know how to climb on top of that same mountain. And then to take it personally, one of my sons can just walk into a room and it is his to be had. And so you wonder about how do some people have a knack for being noisy, being seen, heard, and respected, despite all of your hard work, and how do you get ahead and do it in a way that's comfortable? You just wish you were that person, yet none of the behaviors I have just shared with you are comfortable for you. You just simply share up and share your knowledge and educate, but you don't see yourself getting ahead. Now, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I don't sure about like like that phrase, but you know what? We have to understand how you might feel because we want to be able to lift you to your highest potential. You feel needed because you're invited to the table, but seem to be missing that edge to be respected and be the expert. And the other misfortune is that I don't see this being taught in schools. However, I have recently had an amazing interview with a dean of High Point University. His episode is going to be coming out soon. They teach these essential skills as part of their management program. And I do hope more and more people think about this. But all you can hope for is that maybe your boss will mentor you in some of these processes, or you see a behavior that resonates with you that you can say, oh, I can do that. And it helps you get ahead. So I'll ask you, has this happened to you? And I'm so sorry if it has happened to you, but I'm here to help. And I may not have all the answers, but I do hope that if we reflect together and we take a few steps that maybe we'll get a different result for you. Now, I only started to realize this once I learned a few things that set me apart. It was, what was I known for? That people keep returning to me for help based on my expertise. Again, you're the expert, and if you see a pattern of them keep coming back to you for the same kinds of expertise, make note of that. That's number one. And what was I really good at outside of my area of expertise that was helpful to others? Again, not necessarily your technical expertise, but what was that skill that you did that was a wow for them that somebody said, that was really wonderful. I love how you did that. So let me give you a case in point. Again, remember, what are you known for in terms of expertise? And then what are you really good at? That skill that kind of made it for all the people that are watching you. So here's an example. In my case, I was really, really, and still am really, really good at root cause analysis, really being able to see the problem amidst all the chaos and the noise, and then asking well-placed questions. And it was in that process that people gained clarity and we got closer to what the root cause was. So that was my expertise. But outside of my area of expertise, I was really, really good at organizing teams and pushing forward to get a result. So again, my expertise in problem solving, and I was also really good at the skill of bringing teams together to get results. So what was the result of this combination? I was brought in to solve really, really hard data issues that was threatening the relationship of a number one customer. And in the process, we appeased the customer by sharing with them what really was the root cause and being a little vulnerable and what was it that really caused their pain and then being able to make them feel more confident about what we had. And ultimately, we solved the root cause and for other customers that didn't even know they had the issue. But you might be saying, Tiff, that's what we get paid for. 
we get paid for that good work. We're paid to add value to the business. And I know that that is true. That is why you still have a job. That is why you still have a job that you enjoy, but could you enjoy it more? It's about standing out, standing out. And yes, feeling a little bit special, but also being known and seen for. So here's my examples. In my case, I was in charge of quality and a good leader of projects, but I became the go-to person for crisis management. And I did this over and over again. And then ultimately, when I went out on my own, I became the drop-in CEO. So talk about being the head of quality and good at solving problems to being the go-to person for crisis management. And finally, the drop-in CEO. Now, that should stand out a little bit, and I have had validation, but it's what sets me apart from the rest of the consultants or the subject matter experts. And I know there are really, really smart people that have done amazing work that probably could do a much better job than I in some areas, but it's that feeling that you give people to be known as that person. And so let's start turning back to you. What does that mean for you, Deb? You made it sound so easy, but how do I apply it to my situation? So I'm going to try to paint a picture and I want you to listen carefully. If this is you, if you are close to one of these profiles, and I'll use the word loosely or strongly, profile. Profile is what people are doing to you when they ask, hey, what's Deb about? What's Jim about? What's Michael about? And they put you in a box and they say, well, they are the person that's in charge of quality or financial services or something. They profile you and immediately people paint a picture and they know everything about you, unfortunately. But you, what you really want people is to really get to know you. So as an example, you work as an analyst or you're a customer service supervisor. You're a senior design engineer. You're an amazing office manager, or you're a senior compliance specialist, and you're paid reasonably well for this work. There is not a lot of incentive to elevate you because you're doing so well. And if you have the good fortune of having a mentor or boss that really sees your potential and works with you to elevate you in general, and I'm sorry to say this, there is not a lot of incentive for the business to further develop you. So it is on you to try to stand out. And so maybe. If you want to be more responsible and give you more people to manage, that's great. If they recognize you and give you that higher level of responsibility, that's great, but they have not fully evolved your skills. So how can you leave that of others? You are then dragged more and more into the world of having more responsibility and have less and less time to do your personal development and stand out. So let's proceed and work on you a little bit more. And if the universe, and I want you to really listen or think about what people have potentially said about you. If they say, you're the fix-it person, you're the SME, you're the subject matter expert in this area. Oh, you're the figure-it-out person. You'll figure it out. People always say, you'll figure it out. We trust you. You'll figure it out. Or you're the one that unclogs the backlog. You unclog things. Or let that person do it. They got a knack for doing tough jobs. Or you simply, you're that person that bridges the gap. So these are simple phrases, but they're also metaphors. They may describe what you do, but they're also a metaphor of that essence of what you bring special. So think about it. Has anybody said you're the fix-it person? Or you're the person that'll figure it out? Or you're that one that'll just bridge the gap and do it? Let's just give it to that person to take care of it. 
you need to turn yourself into somebody that's memorable. So if you gave some thought to rebranding yourself, and I have to bring this in, many people that are in business for themselves or large corporations, they brand themselves because they want to control the message that resonates with their audience. So why can't you do the same for yourself? If you go for a job interview, and I hope you have many job interviews, how do you stand out amidst the pile of all those resumes that say the exact same thing? It's about standing out and rebranding yourself. So I want you to start thinking about that word. Yes, they use the word as personal branding, but it's really about you and your career and standing out so you can be seen. So let me just throw out some examples for you. Rather than people saying, you're the fix-it person, you're the safe cracker of supply chain issues. Hmm. Rather than being the subject matter expert, you're the knowledge bank of financial services. Rather than the person who will figure it out, you're the puzzle master of production. Rather than having a knack for hard jobs, you're the diamond cutter of the hard deals. Rather than the person that bridges the gap, you close the abyss of accounts payable. Mm. It's a fun exercise. And It could be quite snappy, and I don't know if they use that word snappy anymore. Shall I use the word hithy? No, they don't use that word either. But something that's a little bit different, and you should try it out on yourself. But what's really important is listen to what other people are saying about you. Pick up those little nuances like, ooh, that's interesting, and write it down because you never know what other people are saying about you may all of a sudden bring you to, rather than being the person that figures it out, you're the puzzle master of production. Try it out. I know it is not easy. It might be uncomfortable. That's not me. When I said I was the drop-in CEO, oh, I couldn't own that for about six months. It just didn't make sense to me. That's just different, and that's not me. But you know what? I want you to try it once on someone and watch the reaction. And if you get like one of those, ooh, oh, the eyebrow lift, that's interesting. I don't get it. (laughs) could be an outcome. And then you explain it and they say, oh yeah, yeah, that's you. If you get one of those, you're onto something. And the reason why I take you through this exercise is that you need to own the narrative of who you are and how you show up. When people label you the SME, the subject matter expert, you can't get out of that box. When you label yourself the Knowledge Bank of Financial Services, Others seek to understand what that is and then start to call you that. Oh, that's different. (laughs) You start standing out. You start becoming interesting. And you know what? You do it the first time. You might get people confused. Try something a little different. Take a risk. They're not going to remember it forever and it's not going to mar your record. Try something out. Or simply, you're the go-to person for this. Or that you're the crisis management expert. Make it known that you are known for something. But also, I just want to repeat this. It is equally important to listen to the cues from the universe. If somebody says something to you that, oh, you just have such a vast knowledge bank and you've never been referred to that before, just, hey, ask them, can you go a little bit deeper into that? Why did you call me that? Because they may not even realize it, but ask them, why did you call me that knowledge bank of financial services? They will explain what it is that stands out about you with them. And then claim it, claim it. It's yours to own and share with the world. And that's how you stand up. So this is what I mean by think of yourself a little bit differently and stand out in a noisy field of experts. 
You want to be known for that thing or be that person on your own terms. And it's about controlling the narrative about what you say and what others say about you. It's so important to standing out. And so I do hope this was helpful for you because I've actually done this with a few people, colleagues, mentees of mine. When they say something interesting, I go, ooh, ooh, tell me more about that. I would propose that you do this with somebody else. Tell them about what you do and ask for them to copy down unique words or phrases that you might use to describe yourself and then play it back. You never know. You might be the next drop in CEO or that puzzle master of production or something very standout-ish. So I would love for you to tell me if this resonated with you. Direct message me on LinkedIn. Contact me on my website, dropinceo.com. This is the way we evolve these solo episodes for you because just by talking to one of my colleagues, one of my mentees, I bring these topics forward because if one person has a concern about it, I bet you so many of you are troubled by this. And and I also turn to the C-suite leader that is listening to this conversation. You may have found the key to get yourself to the C-suite, but I ask that you look around you and look at all the experts that you have working with you, for you, or in other areas of the business. And look for that diamond in the rough. And how do you make them stand out? Have a conversation with them just to get to know them a little bit deeper and maybe help evolve the narrative or what they think about themselves to help them to stand out. And so I would love to connect with you. I do want to thank you for listening to this episode, but also please know that I can serve you in so many ways. If you have an organization that can leverage some of these insights in whatever area or questions your group has, I can put something together and speak with you and hopefully inspire alternative thoughts so that people can move ahead in their careers and meet their goals. But also the CEO's compass, your guide to get back on track has a lot of these insights as well. If you're very close to that area of success, but just feel a little bit off track, the book can provide you some guidance. And finally, there is the drop-in C-suite academy opening the enrollment now for those that want a little bit more one-on-one focus and attention and instruction. It is meant to serve the aspiring C-suite leaders that want to take the control of their career. And with that, I just, again, want to say thank you. If this is your first time with me, thank you for joining me for the first time. And if you really enjoyed it, please share with others. And if you have returned If you have returned and you have downloaded many of the episodes, I am grateful for your support. Please share this with others so that if we elevate others, we lift ourselves in the process. I wish you continued success and thank you again for joining the Drop-In CEO Podcast and I wish you well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.